So from Captain Eden, we've got Fly Me to the Moon. Okay. Okay. I think this is a Frank Sinatra movie. Yeah. Because he sung Fly Me to the Moon, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know how those boring Frank Sinatra movies were? Uh, I've never seen a single one. He, well. <laughs> uh, Guys and Dolls is one. I'm pretty sure I watched Ocean's Eleven when I was a kid. Okay. And it was... I was bored out of my fucking mind. Okay. Um, in this one... Um, we're gonna. It's gonna be um, Frank Sinatra. He's kind of doing a, a a competition. Yeah. Right. Where essentially he sings "Fly Me to the Moon" and "Let Me Swing Among the Stars," mm. and people start to realise that this is a, it, when you look at the rest of the lyrics, it it spells out a an invitation to a, an exclusive competition. <laughs> the first person to f- fly Frank Sinatra to the moon. Yeah. Literally. Is going to get given $70 million. I was going to say $1 million. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. $1 million. (laughs) $1 million. And of course, everyone, even for the clout of meeting Frank Sinatra, everyone's spending like $3 million on the the, uh, space, on the race to get to the moon. Because not not a lot of many people know this, but Frank Sinatra has a permanent residency on this moon hotel. (laughs) It's like a 50s Vegas hotel just on the moon. Oh, we're talking... Okay, so... I thought this was going to be like early space race time like Frank Sinatra actually lived in. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it is. Right. But it, instead of just going to the moon once, we went to the moon loads and built a... A, a hotel there. A nice got 50s it. luxury Vegas hotel. Got it, got it, got it. Got um, it. So it's all like, you know, like sharp angles and like 50s like retro futurism yeah. um, up there on the moon. And so so flying to the moon should be fairly easy then. Because if, if people go there as as like a luxury, then it's been done several, loads of times. Yeah, yeah. So it should be achievable. But right. I guess if what, what he's saying is achieve this in under $1 million. <laughs> to achieve, make a profit. Yeah, because, because anyone who's like to whom the, the way that they would get they would get him there in any other way yeah. would absolutely be like a million dollars that's nothing I go to the moon every day but like a million I, I charge more than a million for a ticket yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like for any given person he, he's trying to disrupt the market yeah Is that's the twist is that like all these these kind of like scruffy like um scrappy teams assembled to try and win that million yeah. and to meet Frank Sinatra and uh, they're like doing like huge slingshots and like basically like <laughs> they all get given like um, these crash test dummies that are look exactly like Fra- Frank Sinatra yeah. to do their tests with and so like they've got an enormous like there's, a, there's, a... there's just models of him just like smoking a cigarette <laughs> with, a, with a shot of whiskey uh, they're all in they're all in incredibly incredibly uh, fine suits yes as well these crash test dummies <laughs> and I think it's kind of like um, scrap heap challenge yeah and the, the, the whole the whole test ground is all outside this enormous junkyard yeah so they have all the material they could possibly it's, need it's, it's in... NASA's res- like rejects yeah yeah it's, it's just like this this massive junkyard just outside of old Vegas old old NASA's old NASA's uh uh testing testing facility yeah well it's it's sort of like the the place where they tried nuclear weapons in it that sure, kind of yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of place yeah. and um and 
like Vegas is just crumbling because they've lost Frank Sinatra. So there's no there's no reason anyone would go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. That and everyone's just going to the moon now for yeah. for New Vegas upon yes. the moon. Yes, um, where it's it's just a strip. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's just, just one single landing strip and a single building. Yeah. <laughs> Because no, not that many people can afford to build anything there. Yeah, it's the Frank Sinatra Hotel. <laughs> yeah, the hotel and casino, yeah. Yeah, people said he was mad, but he's changed the economy. Yeah. He has changed the way we look at, at space travel, Frank and Sinatra. So Frank Sinatra has, and this is all going to come out like towards the end, because we're going to star people on the ground here. We're not yeah. going to star Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think Frank, what Frank Sinatra has figured out is that actually... You don't make a lot of money trying to get money out of already rich people. Yeah. You've got to try and get the the, the, innovators. the box populace yeah, yeah. into uh in, in, in there and the people who are, are gonna bring their hard earned money, the money they've earned is the stuff that's gonna get spent in this casino. Yeah. So um he's he's gonna get you got to replicate it and, and get more people up there to, to spend more money in his casino. Exactly, exactly. He's, he, he's trying to create social mobility for his own dastardly ends. <laughs> Sounds like Frank Sinatra. Yeah, with Tony Blair. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> so... So we've got a kind of like over the moon kind of vibe. Yeah, it's, on, it's really. like we, we are kind of hand waving what... What over the, the actual sci- what what the science is of getting to the moon? A lot like yeah. over the moon. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like like people can build a rocket out of their Cadillac. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Like like Danny DeVito is literally building a ladder to the moon. <laughs> that's that's not the first time that's been suggested on this podcast. <laughs> it's building a giant ladder into space. Yeah, he's just stacking. He's a he's a ladder manufacturer. He's got a factory, and he's like, I can do that. Yeah, I, I, can, say, I can do that. I'll just tape one ladder to the top of another ladder yeah. forever. <laughs> Take me tops two days. <laughs> and so he's got his like there. he's got his his entire like very very large family all taping ladders together uh-huh. and then the idea like the whole thing there's going to be a whole set piece where they they're trying to lift it's, it up and it's bowing and <laughs> it's really <laughs> wobbling and then when it gets to its peak it just stops because it's lost the earth's gravity at yeah, that point <laughs> yeah exactly but the, the point being that there's a, there's a whole set piece where as that comes up it's threatening to smash all the other <laughs> things that are trying to get to the moon in the, in the area yeah and it, it waves it's, past it's like the the ladders up Big Ben scene from uh, Mary Poppins yeah. returns doesn't make any sense it, whatsoever it doesn't make but... any sense whatsoever and there's just people climbing up this ladder passing ladders up so he can <laughs> he can tape them to the to the other ladders and then just slowly making his way, yeah, making his way up there. <laughs> um, that's how he's getting there. What, what, so we've got the big, we've got Dennis the Menace and his giant slingshot. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's just a big. It's just they just got like a, a huge, a couple of trees. It's a, a lumberjack's kid. Yeah. Um, they got trees and just fixed them together and then just got just enormous elastic band that they stole from the world's biggest elastic band ball. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, they're, everyone's trying. Any any other ideas for teams? You've you got, you got an old Vegas prospector who's, yeah. uh, who's in a lavatory hut with a load of dynamite. Yep. Just bang! <laughs> just lighting them. Dropping him and then just getting lift seeing, from yeah, that. Seeing how far he can get with just pure explosives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, we've got uh, a, a railroad tycoon who's building a railway. Yep, but with a big ramp at the end. Yeah. It's, it's like he's building the fastest train in the world just to launch it off a ramp. Yeah, well, this is the thing. It's like curved upwards. Yep. And then the rail just stops after a bit, but it's like, I can get fast. <laughs> I can get real fast with steam. <laughs> and I think um, the that it gets into orbit, mm. but doesn't get any higher. <laughs> it just becomes so like it's, Soul Train. It, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. So like you know how like I, Isaac Newton had that whole thing. If you like took a cannon to the most impossibly high mm. um, uh, mountain in the world and fired it, it would go into orbit and it would yeah. hit you in the back. It, it would hit the cannon. Um, it's the same thing. Yeah. It just it makes orbit and isn't likely to come down anytime no. soon because it's going too fast. So it's just this train that's you can basically throw a hook onto like yeah. a little gun that they have that throws a little hook and it just goes and you just hold onto it and get get a lift yeah. around the world. Well, they um that they make a station at one point and yeah. it's it's basically like a like a traveling disco <laughs> later on yeah it becomes like this this they put a disco floor on there's yeah, a they, dj they're all they roller skating yeah um it's called the starlight express yeah there we go <laughs> woo woo um what else uh i think um someone's driving a car up there obviously yeah yeah, you know, yeah, have yeah. Someone... we're in america yeah is, is this america or not this is america yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is uh someone's driving one of their big muscle cars <laughs> this is wacky races but for up yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's wacky this is wacky space races i love it yeah yeah and uh <laughs> And, and okay, so but what? What? Okay, we've got the concept. We've got yeah. all these teams. How did we? How does this end? Um, <laughs> I think it ends. Yeah. And they get to the they get to the casino. Yeah. And it's just deserted. Okay. This yeah. Casino yeah, yeah. is like deserted. It's covered in dust, moon dust. Mm-hmm. And then there's just like Frank Sinatra's skeleton <laughs> sat. <laughs> Like like uh, one-eyed Willie from yeah. uh, from the Goonies, <laughs> but he's got this briefcase. He's got a million dollars. In yeah, it. <laughs> and they're like, "Wow, Frank Sinatra was dead all this time." Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they go, "Well, hang on. If Frank Sinatra is the only one here, and there's there's this this uh, briefcase of a million, sure, a million's great." Mm. We could just check behind the counter, and they find like hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. And then, and then the end, the last scene is. So how are we going to get back down? Well, zoom out. Yeah. After that. Yeah. And there's just a like a full <laughs> Vegas strip <laughs> yeah. with like that that casino went out of business years ago, yeah. and it's like time is relative. So you know how when if we send a rocket out to the nearest star yeah. now. By the time it gets there, we could have probably have made a rocket that would get there faster. Yeah. So, so by the time they've got there, yeah. we've sent our rockets to make casinos up there that are much bigger, much better, <laughs> and much safer as well than Frank Sinatra's one. <laughs> okay. And then every chip in the nearby casino is a million dollars. Yeah. Just think about it. They're trying to get to the moon 
on a car. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get to, to the moon by putting ladders on top of exactly. each other. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to take them years yep. to get there. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, and they just yeah. hadn't heard of the other casinos. No, no, because they were too busy getting to the moon. <laughs> right, there we go. All right, there you go. That's, uh, what was it, Fly Me to the Moon? Fly Me to the Moon. Man, please shoots a pistol. Nobody's ready yeah. for it. Smash mouth. Yeah. No one was ready for them. <laughs> they were not. They still aren't. Yeah. Um, every time it comes on, people are like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> every time I start believing that all the glitters isn't gold. Yeah. Um, Smash mouth is back in, in my life to to contradict that yeah we're all all stars yep according to the words of smash mouth <laughs> from the mouths of smash mouth from the mouths of smash <laughs> true words never been spoken yeah yeah um racing movies racing movies yeah racing movies at long distance specifically cross country racing movies cross country racing because it's like long okay distance. listen we can talk about if you want we can talk yeah. about um the difference no i mean what i'm saying is we can pitch speed racer zoom yeah. around in cars tour de france whatever yeah. right but point being that i <laughs> in the title get I definitely did invoke the cross-country race movies by having, like, rat race, but also, like, alluding to Around the World in 80 Days. Yeah. Like, um, just having those kind of um, long distance... It's kind of a cross between a road trip movie and a race movie. Yeah. Because you get those moments where you're, like, having having the character interactions between the two people who kind of cooped up with each other, and they're in the back of a of a chicken van or isn't, whatever. Isn't Dumb and Dumber that as well? I don't remember what the impetus on Dumb and Dumber is. Dumb and Dumber is... I think he's delivering a briefcase... Right. ...to someone. Someone he really fancies or something Because like I remember that. The, there's... there's definitely mobsters in Dumb and Dumber yeah but I don't think there's any race I think it is just a road trip movie yeah 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 um, I don't think there's any clock on um, it. the uh, road, uh, road trip ironically is yeah. a race to try to get to a place ahead of a package ahead of the post yes yeah so you can you can class that yeah um, road trip is isn't it where he sends a he, tape he, yeah he 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 like always <laughs> really dates it yeah he like <laughs> he usually makes vhs tapes to send to his girlfriend as like uh his long distance girlfriend as like um and i oh i love you i've been doing this i've been doing that i've been doing the other yeah. um and um uh, and and one night he has sex with someone else and and accidentally, accidentally records it, it and then it gets some through a comedy of errors gets sent out and um and uh, yeah that's the that's the scenario wow remember that remember yeah. when we when we had long distance relationships instead of just video chatting yeah no you had to record time i mean like i mean that dates it yeah but <laughs> i thought you were going to say remember that remember when we had just terrible films to choose from <laughs> 
it makes and yeah yeah you know i i would i would argue that as well it um, makes like the 2000s were genuinely if you're a little bit younger than us and you missed out on the 2000s era of movie like <laughs> he didn't you miss didn't much. miss literally anything <laughs> I'm trying to think of good movies from around. Like there. Titanic is the only one, and it's the, 1990- the Matrix. Yeah, okay, The Matrix is 1999 though, right? Yeah. Um, so is Titanic. Yeah. Uh, so they're all 90s. They're like, all late the 90s. 90s. Yeah. To get to 2000, and, and unfortunately, The Matrix and Titanic ruined everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Even The Matrix yeah. ruined itself. It. it I, I think. I think it was on the sort of cusp of when they were starting to use CGI for mm. a lot more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and films just started to get a bit lazy Yeah, like I, I guess Spider-Man would be quite a good movie from back then what was that 2004 2000 I think 2000 oh, 2002 ah. Spider-Man 2 yeah um, it's fine I wouldn't like we watched it we watched it recently and I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't actually I don't think I'd go so far as to say that it's a good, good movie. No, Spider-Man is definitely 2002-2003. Okay. Because of the post-9-11 scenes yes, okay, yeah, of, yeah. of New York togetherness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's how you can date Spider-Man. Yes, would, yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, but yeah, I, would, I wouldn't... <laughs> they're just throwing random bits of rebar <laughs> <laughs> that they're finding just on the streets, apparently. People, people uh, go to bat frequently for spider-man yeah um and uh that's because i think they like the bit where j jonah jameson <laughs> is 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 good one time he, he is one of the best bits of the movies um they like it when um the rebar gets thrown yeah at, at green goblin yeah where all those New Yorkers are on the bent, uh, on the bridge, yep. just going, "Hey, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us." And they like it when um, he. They like to make memes about when he goes, "Oh, what, what, what nice outfit did your boyfriend pick it out for you?" Yeah. Like they like to make memes about that um, because it is homophobic and weird. <laughs> um, uh, I don't think it's that good a movie. I'm going out there. Uh, we watched. We watched it recently. We also yeah. watched Spider Man Two. Yeah. Recently, I've not seen Spider Man Three yet. No. Well, Two was also not good. It's still... <laughs> two was enough. Two's Two's got <laughs> Two is arguably the best one, and we what, were just what's his like name? Henry uh, Doc Ock. Oh, Henry Osborne. No, no, I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm... Oh. um... Alfred Molina. Alfred, not Henry. Yeah. Um, uh, Alfred Molina is great. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Um, but then again, so was Willem Dafoe. Yeah. A- everyone in it, apart from maybe Tobey Maguire, <laughs> is really good. No, that's not true. That's not true. Um, like Mary Jane is is is, is also is, terrible. Is incredibly yeah. awful. It is far too um, like. It doesn't know what it is. The series doesn't know what it is. I, I'm I'm pretty certain it's it's one of those things that that knows very well what it is. It doesn't because it's, it thinks, it's a it thinks we care. It it's thinks... a cartoony mess. Mm. Um, and and yeah, there are bits where you're just like, what? It thinks we care about Peter and Mary Jane. Yeah. is the problem. Um, and 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 then uses that as the only motivating factor for the entire series of, of, of movies. And, and to go back to the point... Yeah. 
we remember those as probably the best movies from that kind from of time. From 2000s, yeah. Yeah. Which is also when a lot of race movies came out. Um, I think I think Around the World in 80 Days, though, with uh, Jackie, Jackie Chan. Chan yeah. Um, was... And Steve Coogan, was he in that? Uh, yes, he was Steve Coogan. Yeah, yeah. It was Steve Coogan. was played, played Phileas Fogg. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, that was bad also. But yeah. it, it, on the upside, it had Jackie Chan in it. Yeah. And Steve Coogan. Yeah. And that was fun. Again, it was that sort of reliance on CGI. Yeah. Which, like, it, 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 it's <laughs> boggles not, the mind. It's not aged well. I'm going to Google when that came out because I can't actually. I, I'm, I'm going to guess at 2008. It was sort of peak Jackie Chan in the West. That's when it was around around the Jackie Chan Adventures time. Um, oh, it was later than that for sure. Was it? Around the World in Eighty Days was two thousand four. Um, I think I feel like Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan Adventures. Was... I'm I'm pretty sure might have been around, around that. Maybe time. it was. Yeah. yeah. Hang on. Let's see. Because I remember I used to watch that at my grandparents' house because they had Sky, and it'd be on Cartoon Network. I think that was two thousand. 2000 yeah so around that time around that time like Shanghai Nights I, I remembered Around the World in 80 Days being coming out on the decline of that yeah. hill right because I feel like Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights were the absolute pinnacle for me yeah. of, of, of Jackie Chan in pointless movies from uh, after Hollywood after Rush Hour yeah yeah, exactly. Like Rush Hour was the like, oh my god, Jackie Chan's really funny, yeah, and he like he's bad at English, so he's just learning his lines phonetically, <laughs> and you know, it, it just sort of it's it's it kind of transplanting those those amazing like Jackie Chan like set pieces mm. onto Hollywood was was revolutionary and, and, and it was just so, something completely different and then like you know we got a bunch of Jackie Chan movies yeah um, and then I think by the time we got to Around the World in 80 Days it was on the it was on the downhill slope <laughs> but the thing is though if you watch like all the stuff he did before he sort of started getting big in the west yeah all better movies <laughs> yeah they're well, all yeah. they're all so much better because people knew how to use yeah. martial artists <laughs> you know people knew, knew knew that they needed to actually have fight choreographers that yeah. weren't just going to work with the director of photography yeah. in, in so much as they'll keep the actors safe yeah because <laughs> that's how it feels in Marvel often oh yeah oh my god <laughs> it feels like it's like don't do anything that's going to put any of these actors in danger they yeah. are worth so much to us we'll cut away yeah we'll cut away we'll cut to another shot of the same thing happening yeah. so we can just chop it up real fast mm -hmm. so you won't know really what's happening or what's going on um yeah marvel if you watch a if you watch a proper punch scene in marvel like a punchy punchy fighty bit yeah it's terrible. It's pretty boring. It's it's just really badly edited, badly shot. Mm. And this is with every one of them mm. as well. Like, Winter Soldier, I think, has the best sort of camera work and editing in that department. Yeah. And there are some standout scenes. Yeah. But then you've got then you've got the actual like big set piece. Like Doctor Strange, I think, did it well. Yeah. Um, because again, it's it's like you said, it's all CGI. Mm. <laughs> it's all like it's not focusing on the actual kinetic like mm. punch stuff, so they've got to show it 
uh, and because to keep the actors safe and <laughs> have to shoot like loads of different punchy scenes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're getting on to Marvel again. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite race uh, car? movie race car um i mean okay i don't racing movie my favorite racing movie of all time it, it's a really tough one you know yeah um can we count mr bean's holiday because it's more of a road trip movie. It's, it's, for sure. It is a road trip movie. I wouldn't say there's not much of a ticking he's, time on he's that. Not apart going from up he against has to anyone. find. Yeah, he has. To, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's think then. I'm sure there. I'm sure there are better examples that I can't think of. Yeah. But um, uh, like Fury Road's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a big car chase. It's not it's a, car a race chase. as such. Yeah, I think the second half of it becomes a chase. Yeah. A race, even. Because mm-hmm. they're racing back to where they came from. Yes. Um, they True. know like there's a there's a finish point and, and they're going to be getting there before before the other guys get there. Yeah. Um, I would say a lot of Indiana Jones come down to race uh, style. Yeah. Um, Racing Star Kangs. I would even say that parts of the mummy are are fairly, um, yeah. you know, r- racy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when he when he rips his shirt off, <laughs> old Brendo Frazy. Frazy, Brendo Frazy, Brendo Frazy. He goes into a Brendo frenzy, doesn't he? <laughs> oh yes, um, bit racy that in it. Um, but yeah, um, raunchy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think Fury Road's probably closest. But I I like I have a soft spot for even the shittest kinds of uh, like racing big race movies. Yeah, I don't know why, but I like Around the World in Eighty Days. I like mm. Rat Race. I like. Um, uh, I guess it's like that wacky racers vibe. Yeah, isn't absolutely. It? That's that lends itself really well to 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 all these. <laughs> strange characters anything can happen in, yeah. in, a, in a race movie because it, 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 it like it feels like um, it feels like there's adventure around every corner because mm. you're moving so fast along the terrain that like you know you're not you're not stuck to a single location yeah which can make things difficult yeah but because you've got to like establish a location then use it and then move on then establish a location then use it and then move on you, you forgot about you've not mentioned one film yet what's that and that is Star Wars Episode 1 The Phantom Menace of course yeah that, uh, that, the, that... The, the one scene from it Oh well, that's a racing movie, yeah, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 whole the whole section, yep. in Tatooine, yes. is a racing movie. It is, yeah. It's 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 a movie within a movie. Yeah, it's uh, you can cut it out yep. of the whole of Episode One, <laughs> and it would actually be pretty good because there's there's not the beginning or <laughs> the other the other side of that. Every bit on Tatooine is pretty good <laughs> if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like, fi- I mean, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not. Uh, you know the racing scene Kaya de, de Cinema is, is um, the, the magazine <laughs> Kaya de Cinema yeah it's not going to be their favourite situation oh no, no well yeah it's well they've got a completely different 
I've got a more refined taste. <laughs> Kaya de cinema. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It's, it's not it's, like it's, high art. No, 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 no. And and to be honest, I reckon most racing films aren't. <laughs> I think Mad Max is. Mad I th- Max. I think Speed Racer is. The thing is, right? <laughs> They're all kind of on the same level as Phantom Menace, really. They're there to there to be like. Mah! Here's a real hard hitting, hard hitting action scene, and you get that with um, Fury Road. There is a there is a lot of thought behind Fury Road, but yeah. again, it's just big big explosions at the end of the day. There's, there's I, no... I think there it's it's I think it is um, like underserving Fury Road to say it's just yeah, big yeah. explosions. No, I, I, I know I know I know I, I did do it an injustice there because there's a, <laughs> there's a lot going on. I mean like. I, I would say I would say Fury Road definitely is the more thoughtful of the three yes. that we've mentioned in that list. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, then... and here's the thing: I think there might have been more thought gone into Speed Racer than than Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. But Mad Max Fury Road is the more thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. In its <laughs> in its themes and plot. Um, it's definitely the more thoughtful, slightly and, deeper, and the it, more wanting to make a statement. And it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't really crow to too many tropes of a genre. It doesn't really tip its hand as to its own genre anyway, mm. um, which is what makes it so good. Because mm. it, you know, it's an action movie, but yeah. like the spy next door is an action movie. <laughs> You just wanted to mention a, a Jackie Chan movie from the <laughs> like, mid-2000s again. What I'm saying is, like, a lot of different kind of movies could be called action movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I, like, what I want to say is just sort of, like, when you mention kind of cinema, I, yeah. again, they, like, it might very well be high art, Mad mm. Max Fury Road. Again, again it's, it's it's all down to, <laughs> down to taste. But, yeah. like... Furo definitely has like out of those three that we've mentioned, Furo definitely has the more to say philosophically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Speed Racer has the more to say technically. Yeah. Um, like because some parts of it feel like again, there's no film edited like Speed Racer. Yeah, I've never seen one. No, like the the way like just watch the first ten to twenty minutes of Speed Racer. Mm-hmm. It packs in so much information that you feel like you've watched a whole movie already and it's only been one of the races it's incredible (laughs) and and the great thing about it is that well no there's a million great things about it but one of them is that the actors sort of you you get the feeling at least if you watched it a couple of times Mm. you get the feeling that they know why they're there yeah and they understand the tone that's being gone for, but they still are a little overwhelmed. Yeah, <laughs> with the with the tone of this movie. Yeah, and like, but the thing is, it all blends together yeah. really well. Mm. Um, like it's cartoony, it's goofy, but there is like a a competency to it. Yeah, you know it, what I mean. It's, it's cohesive. Yeah, it's it feels. 
there's one tone and one idea and yeah. that that tone and idea fills in the blanks of what otherwise would be a baffling and like scattershot movie mm. um, if you are trying to draw lines between everything that in, in that movie to make it make it make sense it does a decent job but there's going to be cartoonish weirdnesses to to the way that people are moving around you're looking at John Goodman and and and, and like somehow he can just do fighting against ninjas yeah oh. um but it's... the point being that like the tone of the movie yeah is the thing that's holding that uh, holding that and stringing that along allowing yeah. that to, to blend in with the rest of the movie uh just fine and and so like that movie will be a movie you don't like if you don't buy into the the, the tone yeah and if you do buy into the tone you're gonna love it because australia is interesting yeah okay it's like it was one of the last countries to be like found uh-huh in the colonial period right in, in the colonial sense of it, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously there were people there <laughs> people there already before yeah um, who, was who last... I think they probably thought they'd found it but they yeah. were told differently <laughs> it's like we found it oh but there's other people here well we found it first. We found it first. We, we we gave it a name. They didn't find it. We found them. We gave it a name, a name which we could understand. <laughs> um. So, like, yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, um. It's it's it is. <laughs> these are all facts. I'm just coming up with off the top of my head. Uh-huh. That the more I the more I hear about Australia's wildlife, yeah, the more I fear Australia. Of course. Yeah. It's like if I was if I were to go to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably have to stop off at Australia as an airport. I'd be terrified for the amount of time I'd be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it is weird how New Zealand is very close but has far fewer yeah. of the, of the deadly like, things. I've, I've never heard of someone being poisoned by a spider in New Zealand. Yeah, no. Maybe they just don't tell anyone. Maybe they just <laughs> let them die and then hide the body. That's the thing. Like New Zealand probably terrible with with covid everyone's riddled with it <laughs> they just don't tell anyone they, 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 because no one ever goes <laughs> no, no one obviously ever, yeah yeah it's it's like um oh what was it like uh like just just a, a country that sort of says oh everything's fine here this is amazing and it just has terrible terrible poverty and and uh, terrible uh, terrible governments and yeah. stuff yeah, yeah it's it's like that it's but, um, new zealand Dystopia filled with poisonous animals. There is no war in Barsing Say. Um, yeah. So uh, that's the reference you'll get later in your watch of the Ava- of the Avatar series. Okay, uh, cool. <laughs> I, f- I forgot I was watching it. <laughs> the OC came on. Yeah, and I went to the OC. I can't instead. believe it. Avatar is a hundred times better than the OC, but here we are. Um, no. So, so I d- I d- as, as young adult stories go, <laughs> the OC, <laughs> the OC tells me a lot more about life than uh, than Avatar: The Last Airbender. Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere. Really, maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone and maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Wait, hang on.
Uh, got a bit for post credits. Uh, post credits. So, uh, so that the film ends right. You yeah. Put this in after we've done all that. Whatever. Like sure. leave a good twenty minute gap. <laughs> <laughs> the the <laughs> file is suspiciously one hour and forty five minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's um, yeah. It's basically just uh, Mario Robbie turns to Hugh Jackman and just goes, well, "What do we do now?" Because. Go for another lap, I guess, and then and then the cars shoot towards the camera as men at work play down, <laughs> land come, down under, land down under, yeah. Uh, oh, I can't be who come can it from be a now? land down under. <laughs> who can it be now? Just why not? <laughs> Just, Just play the rest, safety dance. The rest, rest of the world, <laughs> rest of the songs by, uh, by by Colin Hay and the Men at Work. Just uh, you know, every <laughs> other song. Uh, be good, be good, be good, be good, be good, Johnny. That one. Um, yeah. I can't. I can't think of any more. Oh, um, safety dance isn't men at work, is it? No, it's uh, men without hats. Yes, it is. It's just. <laughs> I mean, they could be the same band, really, couldn't they? Yeah. Let me stop it there.